0: Dirty Talk Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new special Dirty Talk that we're going to introduce called Murr Lessons. In Murr Lessons, we're going to take the time talking to some ladies who are seasoned in life and have some advice to give to us to help us on this journey called dating, marriage, relationships, situationships, whatever it is you're looking for. So we'll be dropping these intermittently and I'm very excited. So our very first guest is someone who I've known for 100% of my cognitive life and even before that, because she is my mother. So we're going to have a great little conversation today, but we're mostly gonna talk about how she feels about me, her daughter, embarking upon this journey of the podcast called Dirty Talk. Welcome, how are you doing, mom? Welcome, I feel good about being here. (laughs) That's good, I'm glad you do. So that's my first question. How do you feel about me doing this podcast with its content and nature?
0: I think that this is a conversation worth having. Um, dirty talk, just the concept itself is, how would you say? It, en- it encompasses the taboo as well as the realist, uh, who sometimes do not come together for a conversation so it to me it brings the entire community together in regards to the male point of view as well as the female point of view
1: i definitely agree i was definitely inspired because i feel that men aren't as vocal or as honest as they should be in particular settings and this is probably a platform where they may be more forthcoming. I'm not quite sure if the episodes have done that so far but that is definitely one of the big pieces behind it like something that's part of the intent that I hope to accomplish as I grow the show and expand its vision.
0: Well I, I, I would have to disagree with you I think that the episodes thus far really have addressed your topic um, majorly because everyone that you've interviewed had a different perspective. They had a different character. Um, Some of them were very engaging and funny. Some of them were very
1: direct. And some were a little bit obscure, should I say. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, I feel like a few of the guests, um, they wanted to make it their show, right? I Like they were trying to, well, I shouldn't even say a few. There's one guest in particular, I felt like they tried to make it their show. And I felt pretty attacked the entire time. It may not have come off like that, but I did feel like they were trying to make it all about me like if you want to know about a chick and what she wants there's plenty of podcasts out there for you where you can hear a woman talk about everything she wants to do and who she's doing it with that's not this platform the women who are dialing into dirty talk aren't here for that they care nothing about me period well hopefully they do as a friend they think that i'm asking the questions that they would like to hear right that's the whole entire point but Thank you, Mom. I take that as a compliment. You're very welcome. Are you biased?
0: Mm, To a, a small degree, but for the most part, I try to be very objective. We are individuals, and we each have our own individual journey, yet with our journey and our experiences, there are some common elements and so i like looking at it from that perspective
1: i think that's cool too who's your favorite guest so far because it sounds like you've been listening oh I. so we're on episode five just to be clear we have just um launched episode five so we have Donnie b um are all pussies the same oh gosh it's weird to look you in the eye and say that are all vaginas the same (laughs) <laughs> Don't spake me. Right. And then um who is next? I think next was my good friend Paul Motherfucking Boss. I miss you, Paul. And then next episode three was Mike, who I'm going to visit. At his magazine party next weekend. Wonderful. So I'm very excited about that. Dirty Talk is in the house. People will get to meet a mermaid that night. And then um, most recently is Hiram. And what people may not know is. I was scared as a dog. And. When I first started filming. Because Hiram was one of my very first episodes. Even though he's launching now. But he pretty much was the first. And. I was nervous, and my mom was in the studio with me. So how many people are like, hey, mom, come listen to me talk about sex with these dudes? (laughs) (laughs) Except for a crazy person.
0: Well, you know, I, I enjoy being there to support you, but I really enjoy being there so that I could hear firsthand what was being said. Not to be a judge, but to really hear what the conversation is. I think that that's what this platform is all about is what is the conversation? How do, what do men think? Or how are they going to express themselves? Now, I can't say that I didn't sit there with my, I can't say my judgment hat, but I sat there curious to hear how would they respond and what would they say? And I think that that's a, a female's point of view, even. Now, even after hearing your, your, your episodes, females are still curious. What is the male point of view? Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not you're looking to a Because, okay, let's be real. As a female, you're going to take different roles. One, you may be looking for a relationship. Um, if you're looking for a relationship... You may give it up too soon. You may give it up too late. Mm-hmm. When is the right time to give it up? Or Steve Harvey said ninety days. I know Steve Harvey <laughs> said ninety days, uh, but he also says the older you get, you don't have to wait as long.
1: <laughs> so you know, look, look, I think I, I think that you're that you know when it's the right time and you know when it's too soon and you know when you're playing games for too long that could be true but i i don't know if that's really
0: true either because i think that there are some people who engage right away yet they still have an opportunity and take advantage of really i um Exploring a relationship. Then there are others where I just really needed a as some would say, I needed a tune-up. And they were there to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to to fulfill whatever that need was at that particular time. I would share a few things, but I'm gonna hold out <laughs>
1: just a little bit there's gonna be more mer lessons guys well actual mer lessons right now it's just like our little intro combo business going on and (laughs) she's holding on to some gems she's probably gonna tell me something that i've never heard my entire life of course i am (laughs) of course it is
0: but i mean i could say okay well i know this woman named we will say marianne Are we on Gilligan's Island? I know, but I had to make her as distant as I possibly could. Oh, my gosh. Am I I going to be able to
1: figure out who it is? No. Dang it. Don't tap on that because it's going to come through the mic. And since we're not in the studio, um, I'm not sure if Duke is going to be able to get it out. Well,
0: darn, I needed to tap on something other than tapping on me.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't tell me somebody's been tapping you. That's not part of this episode either. Why not? It is. It, it's not about women. It's not about women and but, their sexual experiences. It's about guys telling us about what they want, no, mostly that, from a sexual no, perspective. That was
0: that was not the question that you said we were going
1: to be answering. What did I say? Because I've forgotten now.
0: I know, but it wasn't about men. You said it was going to be about relationships and
1: oh, us talking. See, guys? This is why you shouldn't do these kind of things late at night after you got through eating. What did I just make? Crab deviled eggs that you can't taste the crab meat in. And I'm really disappointed about it, but whatever. Who cares? Such is life. Yes, I'm a mermaid. All I eat is things from the sea. Yum, yum. (laughs) Alright. So, the next let's see where we are in time so I think that you guys kind of get how my mom and I get along and I just want to say that I have the absolute best most intelligent mom ever she hoards a lot of secrets so I'm actually very excited about these mer lessons because I'm gonna finally get to know the things I've been needing to know all my life okay well I can get I can give you
0: a a topic or uh, for your for your next episode,
1: for the episode with merletons, m- no, not for merletons. I've already been in the streets, mom. I've been in the streets already. I have almost all the data for the next set of shows. I've met some really fly guys. They have. Excellent- I want to share what I want to share for you to use. Okay, I'm being quiet. Merle's
0: me. Thank you. <laughs> that sounded weird. And that is, how does a guy feel about? If he meet a woman and going to bed with her that same night.
1: Oh, I've asked that question on my social media. And most of the guys, we are grown. We're grown. Yeah, no one's judging that. We're grown. But I have a similar question. So you guys are getting an exclusive. Because you have taken the time to listen to my Lessons, a question coming up in 2020. I don't know which week it is. Is what makes you change your mind during a one night stand to wanting more like you're in the middle of this one night stand what is it that from that woman that'll make you say like you know what dang I actually want more so I think that would help right that's kind of in line that's that's in line that's definitely in line
0: and I think that it's all about maturity but it's also about everyone have an appetite and the appetite may be just to meet a physical need or the appetite is to meet a emotional need mm-hmm. and no one can identify that for you but you yes. and no one so even if a male and a female were to get together or whoever, but two people get together, we'll see it that way. Two people get together on that first night, that could still blossom into something that's long lasting or not because of where they are in that space and time.
1: Do you feel like that's something that's more plausible now, like meaning today, the way people date, or do you think it's always been the case? Like in 1975, were you old? Yeah. Okay, let's just say 1975, a woman had sex with a guy on the first night. Do you think that would have blossomed way back then? Or were stereotypes and stigmas too strong culturally for that to possibly happen? I think that
0: it's always
1: been possible. Mm.
0: Okay, we'll see it this way let's take a look at prearranged
1: marriages prearranged marriages are very different i don't feel like that's a fair comparison well
0: to me it is a fair comparison because if it's someone i've never met before and then i and then i meet them and marry them and go to
1: bed with them all in the same the different you're already married by the time you're going to bed with them and your parents have raised you in this particular mindset all of your life you've been groomed to marry a stranger versus us in the U.S. or any other country where that is not prevalent. You were not groomed that way. You are groomed towards love and getting to know someone and building a friendship. And that is what your foundation for marriage is versus um, this pre-arranged marriage where it's a whole cultural dynamic that prepares you to grow with this person like you learn to love you know we've seen a thousand movies with that
0: but i in my mind even that one who have been raised knowing that they're going to marry this stranger it is still a stranger right it's a strange i don't but you know it's not gonna be a one-night stand Oh uh, right, but so but there's no, no, no risk. No, 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 no. Because just because on paper it's not, or culturally it's not, that does not mean emotionally it's not. That's the part I'm speaking of. I'm speaking from the emotional standpoint just because I've been raised knowing that I'm going to marry this person and I'm going to marry them and have sex with them all within, say, a day or so. I've been groomed for it, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm connected to them. I'm just there because I know I'm supposed to be there, but that doesn't... I'm there in mind, mm-hmm. but am I there in heart? That's a, that's a, that's a 50-50 chance.
1: You know what? And that's exactly why I have to keep my vagina to myself because it's like as soon as it touches somebody, we together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I say it to you, but in my head, well, we are together, buddy. You just had the treat of your life and we're going to be together. We're going to work on it. <laughs>
0: we're going we're gonna to make it. I know, but, it, but, it, but it's not true. It's not true because there are there are those that say, okay, the first time we had sex, it was not what I would say, earth shaking. So
1: a lot of people, well, on social media, like on my Real Angel Sand page, they say that um, basically if sex is not good, you're not really giving them a second try. I feel like I asked that question before and the consensus was man if it's bad why why even suffer through that again if it's the concept of like the first night kind of thing not where you've been dating and you guys have not had sex yet but if it's the kind of like oh we're vibing and now i'm gonna leave the club with you which is an experience i've never had like i've never met somebody like you know what tonight i'm definitely i need your penis oh my god my your dick <laughs> My ears hurt, right? (laughs) They don't really hurt, but you know, hey, I asked you here anything that happens is my own fault, so yes, yes, that whole thing is that's it. If you can't even get me off when we just met, like the whole vibe is done, versus you know, someone who meets in a different capacity, okay? But see, now
0: to me. That's the difference of a person who's looking to get a Mm tune-up. Because if I just want a tune-up, I really want you to get me off. Mm -hmm. I don't care about anything else. And if I never see you again, it doesn't matter. Because what I wanted, my objective, it's being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And either you were able to do it or you were not. Mm-hmm. So that's different. There is still, no matter what, there's still the emotional level and there's the physical level. Mm-hmm. And where you are in relationship. It's what are you looking for? Are you looking to have both elements fulfilled? Are you looking to only have one element fulfilled? And if you're only looking to have the physical fulfilled, you damn right. That's exactly what we're going to do. If you could, And that's from a female perspective, too. Hell, if you pull down your pants and all you got is little. <laughs> and you can't do nothing else with it. I'm sorry. so it's, it's a done deal. What's his name? What's the little who? Little who. That's about what it is. Little who. (laughs) (laughs) Little who. who.
1: (laughs) Okay. Oh, gosh. You know, guys, I'm having a real good time here tonight. We're going to have Mom back again for Mer Lessons again. Probably directly the very next time we do Mer Lessons, she'll be back on. And it has been... Awesome. If I'm, oh this is the one thing I wanted to just bring up really really quickly based off of what you just said about the physical piece I there has to be some sort of I want to meet a woman like that who can just meet a guy and it's really just physical let's just go and do this because I would feel if I don't know him it's really hard like to think about him touching me or being close to me and in my space outside of on the dance floor. Like on the dance floor, probably almost up to have sex. And then it's cool because the dance, the song is going to end. That's but true. But in my house, in my personal space, and I'm for real, for real naked, you're going to enter my body. But I don't have any emotional connection with you. It just seems, it's unfathomable for me. But
0: definitely... Sex have transcended to a different space than today. And that today is, I can't afford to just have a sexual relationship and not have anything else to do. uh, I mean, not be connected to
1: you on any other level. And diseases. Let's go there. So that's the other reason why it's like a no. Dude, like, unless you are down with the saran wrapping of your taint, your balls condom plus condom too so we can have a lifestyle and then you could put you know another one on top of it so if you have to step up and like try to get a magnet so you can have on two and i want your balls covered because i don't want none of you touching me that's gonna maybe give me something that i possibly can't get rid of see life out here is too crazy for me it's, it's hard life street. is
0: very 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 crazy and abstinence is really your your best choice however we already know that that is not what happens Mm -hmm. so um we're not going to talk about that because we know that it (laughs) we know that it does not happen sexual engagement is very very prevalent sexual engagement is very prevalent it sounded
1: like (laughs) it is no just the way you said it it sounded like you know like oh Something else is prevalent, like something that is shocking is prevalent. Obviously, sex is prevalent. (laughs) It is. I mean, well, it. I was supposed to be ending this show. (laughs) We are. But I'm glad to know that sex is prevalent. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I know, like, so many people who are not actively having sex right now, and they seem so happy. And then I know some other people who want to have sex and they're not having sex and they're in situations where they should be having sex and they're still not having sex and they are unhappy. What the heck is that? Well, you know, such is life. You know? Well,
0: maybe the topic, the next topic is what
1: in the hell is happy? What in the hell is happy? That's the name of the next show. Until next time, we're going to learn what in the hell is happy. Because she's going to tell us, because I don't know, guys. I'm just a mermaid. Thank you for taking a dive in my ocean. See you later.
0: Dirty Talk Podcast. Podcast.